of a lukewarm, tepid, steamy uh, passion and second-rate emotion, which you'll, <laughs> which you'll find just rampant. I saw a movie the other night on late, late television. You know, it's, it's funny. Uh, one of the great values, I think, of watching old movies on late television shows, you know, way 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, between visits from Mr. Mr. Clean and those people that keep singing about the gum. I, I think one of the great lines of all advertising is contained in that commercial. You know, double your pleasure, double your fun, chew double man, double man, double man gum. One of the great lines of all is the one where they say, double your everything, which, uh, <laughs> which is, I think, one of the biggest claims that has come along since the splitting of the atom. But nevertheless, uh, I think one of the great social, really, uh, it's a kind of a, it's kind of a social void that has been filled by late television movies is giving people a large perspective of how things were. Really, how things were. You know, you sit and you watch a movie at 2 o'clock in the morning, you are really looking at the attitudes of a past era, not necessarily just old actors. You know, people say, oh, wow, look at, who is that? Is that Charlie Ruggles? Oh, wow, you know. Well, look at, there's Priscilla Lane. Uh, once they get through that, they see something if they and and I and it's 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 like a snake. You can't turn it off. I find that once you're looking at a late television show, one of these really old, real turkeys, you know, that really is laying it out, the genuine schmaltz. You cannot get away from it because it rings true and it somehow attaches itself to something that's deep within all of us that we have somehow been able to gloss over. Uh, for example, I saw a movie the other night. What made me think of this? Fantastic movie. There was, well, two of them, really. They followed one after the other. One movie was Paul Kelly. Do you remember Paul Kelly? Well, Paul Kelly was a Canadian Royal Mounted Policeman. Now, they made millions of movies about the Canadian Royal Mounted Police in those days. Why? I haven't heard about them since. Are they still in business? Do they still have that kind of, uh, bunch of fuzz up there? They're still there. Well, you don't see, uh, I haven't seen a movie about them in years. <laughs> you know, I kind of thought that that was a kind of a fictitious uh, police force. You know, it was, a, it was something like, uh, like Graustark or something. But nevertheless, here was Paul Kelly up in the frozen north, and he's with his faithful dog, uh, Buck. Now, uh, <laughs> I have not seen a movie about a man and his faithful dog since I was about five, I mean, seriously made. And, and they were trapping the murderer, and also they were after the guys that were smuggling furs in from the Indians, some kind of contraband beavers. Now, uh, you wouldn't get much excitement around town these days talking about guys smuggling contraband beavers. But nevertheless, that was a big issue, you see. And, they were, they were and who do you think caught them? Well, it was Buck. I don't have to tell you, but Buck, and he was a Newfoundland, by the way. You would, you would have a gigantic Newfoundland that was seven feet tall, and he weighed 700 pounds. And these two guys, these two Mounties, kept riding back and forth, wearing their full-dress uniform. Now, th that's, of course, uh, I suppose in those days, people accepted that as the uniform the Mounties always wore, you know, with a red coat, big hat, with the things hanging all down, you know, with the, <laughs> with the big fancy pants with the gold stripes. And here they were out in the depths of the Canadian, oh, the wilderness, fantastic snows, and they're wearing the red coat. And the whole scene, I thought, well, that's part of the uh, convention of that type of movie. And then that movie went off, and on came the real blockbuster of the evening. It was Virginia Weidler.
Virginia. Now, they don't make movies about kids anymore, in spite of the fact that this, this particular era that we're living in is more child-oriented, I would guess, than any other era in history. Uh, in those days, they were child-oriented in a different way. Uh, it was like grown-up and child. Uh, today, everyone wants to be a child. And so the most uh, irritating thing is to find a real child around you. You know, you feel like a phony, you know, a guy that's been wearing tennis shoes for 10 years, eating popsicles, uh, rolling, you know, playing with a hula hoop and a yo-yo and all that kind of stuff. When he runs into a real kid, this is, this is tough competition. So we don't, we don't have kids, you know, in our world much in the movies. But in those days, they didn't think anything of making movies about whole kids. You know, kids. The kid is the star. And it's about, about real problems, though, of the child. Genuine problems. Did you see that movie? Well, here, here was one of the things about that movie that was...